morning everybody and as this goes out again once again we're on a Friday morning and uh, I really look forward to this discussion. I am Kirsty McGregor, Accountant in Residence at um, Capitalize and founder of the Corporate Finance Network and today it's a bit of a different podcast this one we've got a group a group of accountants what's the name it's not a gaggle what would it be do you think <laughs> I don't know who a knows, book. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> scary <laughs> a scary group of accountants um, so today I'm delighted to welcome uh, Simon Chaplin who's founder of the Accountants Mastermind as well as being founder of Greenstone's Accountants in, in Peterborough, uh, Michael Hem uh, from MDH in Croydon and Sarah Fenton from the Smart Business Hub in Bury St Edmunds. Thank you everybody for giving up some time to talk to us today, really appreciate it and um, I hope Simon's going to pay you well for what you're about to do. <laughs> for <it. laughs> Because today we're actually here to talk about Simon's groups, Simon's mastermind groups. Um, quite obvious, the Accountants Mastermind being the brand. Um, and let's get straight in, Simon. Can you just give us a bit of background about why you started TAM, as we'll call it, uh, when, um, you know, how it operates and, you know, how, how does it all work? Well, the big, the big start, if you like, the big why was that I started masterminding myself personally back in 2003. Uh, and at the time, it was nothing more complicated than half a dozen accountants that I knew saying, should we meet up once a quarter? We used to go around each other's offices uh, and basically take the mickey out of each other, challenge each other's ideas, shares ideas and, and, and communicate with each other. So I did that for about 10 years. Um, I then got to a point in Greenstones, the accountancy practice, where I had effectively extracted myself out of the day to day running in the practice. So I've got three people that look after the client base. Um, I then uh, got a bit bored and started wondering what I could do uh, instead of doing accountancy. Um, and the mastermind was born off the back of that in 2012, so just over 10 years ago now. Uh, and at the time, it was aimed predominantly at Greenstone's customers. So it was the customers of the accountancy practice. That was my easy market, target market, if you like. Um, and then uh, through various different things, uh, some accountants started uh, coming to the mastermind meetings as well. Um, and then in 2014, um, I had a daughter. Uh, I came very close to selling the accountancy practice. Uh, and I, I then needed to take the mastermind a little bit more seriously because it needed to provide the income. Uh, and at that point, I asked myself the question, what would I, do, what would I advise myself to do? Uh, and the, the clear answer was to niche on accountants, uh, because the majority of the people in the room at that time were accountants. And, and ultimately, pull your socks up, Simon, which was the consultancy business, then morphed into the accountants mastermind. Uh, and that began in, as I say, began in, in earnest in late 2014, early 2015. So the groups, basically, they meet uh, once every uh, every other month, apart from the virtual group, which meets monthly. And my big passion, my big thing with the mastermind is that we challenge the problems that people present rather than deliver solutions to those problems that people uh, present. So it's very easy if you get into coaching or mentoring and uh, and in Western society, we, we are primed to deliver answers to questions that we're given. But very often, the problem as presented, the problem that the member comes with is not the real problem. It's a symptom. It's something that's itching them at the moment. Uh, and the, the fundamental of the mastermind is to challenge that preconception, to look at the problem, analyze the problem, work out what the problem is, and then come up solutions to those problems. And it's that glint in people's eyes. It's that smile when somebody asks a question in the group. 
uh, and there's this realization that what I've been focusing on, what I've been thinking about, isn't actually the problem. The real problem is something else. And then very often the solution is obvious, and it's only a question of then going away and implementing the solution. Do you do you have a plan before you get to the the group on on the is it on evenings? You run them in evenings. Is it we meet for dinner the night before, and then we run a full day the following day. So oh, quite um, Yeah. And- so, so do you have kind of a plan of the topics you're going to cover or is it is, is there a bit of an opportunity just for a free flow? Because I can imagine if someone comes thinking they have a problem and then you challenge it and it's a completely different problem, that's got to be quite fluid, hasn't it? Yeah, so the, the problems that generally speaking, they fall into three categories, time, team and turnover. So time is productivity, it's the individual themselves. Turnover is obviously sales or team is obviously working with the team and getting the most out of the team. So the speakers, we have a speaker in the morning. The speaker, generally speaking, will will produce on one of those three topics. And then in the afternoon, we run a hot seat session. Uh, and the hot seat sessions are completely at the member's will, basically. The process is the same. So state the problem, analyze the problem, restate the problem, come up with solutions, set actions. So there's a process that we take people through. So whatever the problem is, it goes through that process and then it comes out with the actions at the end. So we've had all sorts of different things over the years, as you can imagine, Um, not necessarily with problems as presented because they tend to be very similar, same sort of thing. But when you start asking clarifying questions around the problem, then there's all sorts of different problems and scenarios that come up that need the input into. And I guess the beauty of a group is that everybody will get something out of it, even if they didn't realise that that was their problem as well, won't they? It's been, everyone has very similar issues, especially if they're all running similar size firms. Are they similar size firms? Are they generally- well, there's, a, there's a very, there's, there's there's a couple of firms that have got nobody, no team members. And then we've got uh, one that's got best part of 20 team members. So that they, they range, generally speaking, between those two bands. And, and that is a, an, another beautiful point, Kirsty, in that sometimes people can be asking clarifying questions on a problem and as they're asking those clarifying questions it's like that's a problem that's what my problem is that's and and this light bulb moment comes on because you very often ask the questions where you need to hear the answers so it's that it's that psychological thing Uh, and there was a a, a conversation in the whatsapp group so each group has their own individual whatsapp group there was a conversation in there on saturday when somebody asked a question and then another person responded and six other people came back straight afterwards it was a money laundering problem uh, six people came straight back on and said oh I didn't know that I didn't know that I didn't know that and that was a that was a Saturday afternoon talking about money laundering like it's saying very exciting oh, I know <laughs> aren't we excited listen it's better than what I've been doing my weekend so it's very interesting that I mean this is on the audio these podcasts but I'm watching Michael and Sarah's faces as you're talking Simon and they are both just nodding and smirking all the way through that recognizing what you're saying it being absolutely true so uh, let, let's have a chat with both of these as to why they're members and what they've got out of it so Michael's been a member for quite a long time Sarah um, is, is a very new member so slightly different uh, questions for both of them Michael I'm going to start with you so um, you've been a member for seven years we were just saying 2016 you joined so quite early on in the um the the new version of the accountants mastermind groups um why did you join how did you come across simon and then kind of what have you got out of it and why you know why are you still a member i came across um simon because of the good work that he'd done at greenstone so the first session was what he called an odd sock day where you went up to greenstones for a session and you got ideas inspiration and advice so I went up there to copy all the really good things that he did. So 
he, he on the back of that he then did another full day session which then morphed into the mastermind group as we know it now so it was another full day where there was lots of accountants in the room and the group that i'm in morphed from that original uh that original meeting uh, since being a member it's it's helped me massively along my journey from loads of different angles the speakers that he's got in the door have been some real grade a quality and some of them have been that good we've got uh simon's booked them twice and they're of the quality where you're still getting value after listening to them to them for the second time mm. partly because you're coming in from a different angle but because their quality is that good um they've been back again uh, over that seven years, our practice has gone. My personal practice has gone through a massive change. Uh, so the support from Simon, there's another guy who runs it called Mark Swindale, and also our other mastermind members have been grade A in supporting me. So there's lots I, I talk to. We all talk in our little WhatsApp group, and but I also talk to individuals outside of that. So if you know someone's good at a certain area, then you'll go, oh, can you help with that? And if they know that you're good at it, you will help with that. So it's on a reciprocal basis. Um, the hot seats are always really powerful, as Simon said before. Um, the one thing that he did miss out on is we have a session on that are called best practices. So early on, when we first started up the group, it was all zero this and zero that. Uh, but now it's about, it, it could be a whole load of stuff. So it could be books, apps and stuff that you haven't come across and you get the power of the other eight or nine people in the room. Uh, the hot seats, as he was saying, that there was loads of other people's problems. Even on the last meeting, I walked away with eight or nine actions based on one guy getting pummeled on his hot seat. <laughs> it was like, wow, wow. We're, supp wow. we're supposed to be encouraging people to join these mastermind groups, Michael. No, but the thing that's really important is you get the most value out of them hot seats if you're vulnerable. If you, I was about to say that, is that so, word? So if you are yeah. sitting there and you think that you've got it all nailed off and you've got it done, yeah, which none of us have. No, you you have the greatest strength is an element of vulnerability. So most none learning, of, none of it's about. personal, and all of us will be there to support each other, people in the group, and we've all got similar problems. Yeah. Uh, but it's that element of vulnerability is will the, where the real magic lies. Now, since being on the accountant's mastermind, which I think is Simon's really big strengths are stuff around team and also around emotional intelligence. Mm. So around the emotional intelligence stuff, which you don't get in a book, I, I've learned an absolute ton through Simon uh, and the accountant's mastermind on that journey which has helped me deliver a better value service to our clients as well at the same time. But also, also what you've got that wonderful thing as a group, there's been a couple of times where I have had a complete meltdown where I've just lost everything in relation to my business. And it was twice around team. And the person that I ring first when I've got stuff about that is Simon. Mm. And the care, understanding, and the delivery that he does on them phone calls, as well as challenging, because he can be equally annoying as well as loving, is something that I, I value greatly. So, Well, I know he, that's a fact, because we've worked together now for coming up for a couple of years. And one of the first things you said to me was the person that's had the most impact on you in, in your accounting 
career is Simon. So oh, that, I, I sincerely mean and, that. And I know you're very well networked to speak to a lot of people, Michael. So Simon, that's a real, a real honour to have that uh, from Michael there. Thank so, you, Michael. So, so really the value from the mastermind comes in lots of different areas. It, it's right. the people, it's the people running it. It's the quality of the speakers. It's and it's how well you build the relationships in the room. But the mo you'll get the most out of it the more vulnerable you are. Great. So um, I'm glad you've got really good speakers, Simon. I, I'm, I've not had an invite. But anyway, I'm not upset. We'll move on to that another time. <laughs> okay. So, so look, let's have a different approach now from Sarah. Well, maybe different, maybe the same. I don't know. Um, Sarah, you've only been a member since last year. So you came in post-COVID or kind of post-COVID, if, if we ever are post-COVID. Um, <laughs> and uh, obviously, we'd all been through the absolute, um, you know, rigmarole of, of all of that. Uh, we were all wrung out at that point. Um, and is that why you joined the Accountants Master? mind how did you come across it um you know and, and what are your early thoughts of them so i had followed simon for quite some time i've sort of watched various um webinars and things where simon had been on there and i bought his book and it was i went to the Camtex last year and um i bumped into them again and they were offering the, the solway if i pronounce it right yeah the solway group so which is basically a taster um so i Pay to join us all I had a one-to-one -one with Mark, um, realized that my problem wasn't a problem. It was much deeper than that. Um, and yes, vulnerability come into it massively. Did I join because of COVID? Not so much. My practice grew quite organically, quite fast in COVID. Um, so maybe that was part of the reason why I felt quite vulnerable in the accounts industry, because I was very, very new to that to the industry um I only started in 2015 so to grow so I've got three members of staff um in 2020 so uh yeah that was a whole different kettle of fish yeah a, a whole di different kettle of fish yeah so moving on from that I went to my first accountancy mastermind meeting where we had dinner the night before wasn't quite sure what to expect although Mark had tried his best to explain it to me um, I'm very much an introvert and I've avoided everything like this. Just being in a room full of people that I don't know just scared the living daylights out of me. So one of the reasons, the most important reasons was for my confidence and to help me grow my business because I knew I was holding it back because I wasn't confident. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the group has helped me massively. I've done so many different things, even coming on to something like this today, a podcast that will be an absolute no um just because I felt like a really small fish in a really really big pond um but yeah, yeah I'm imposter, glad I that it. imposter syndrome comes up all the time absolutely no, massively. how many years you've been in practice though that'll always come and bite you but yeah. uh, well I would never have guessed that Sarah so it's obviously working because you. you're natural to me so <laughs> and and what are you hoping then to have you got like topics that you're really looking forward to tackling next have you got anything coming up yeah, so, so far we've, I've worked on team. <laughs> um, I've worked on uh, the personal aspect for me on where I want to take the business. Um, and this year, Mark is working quite closely with me to um, just get a, a better handle of what I want from the business. Mm, strategy. Um, mm. Yeah, just my own strategy, really, because it's always been about getting the business um, to where it needs to be and make sure I've got the right team because I've had issues with team, etc., um, but for this year, yes, they helped me with just getting some strategy behind it and what can I work on this year and how can I make it happen? And yeah, the support is just, is just great. Um, 
brute four is just incredibly great as well, you know. So, yeah. Is there a bit of a battle that goes on between which is the best group between themselves, Simon? Is it like <laughs> a, li- a little bit, not as much as what I'd like, but there is, there is a little bit of encouragement in order for them to compete against each other. So fundamentally, the mastermind only works if people take action with the stuff that they've learned. So we have a massive amount of accountability. We use some software in order to measure that and monitor it. Uh, And the groups do get to hear about what the other groups are doing and what percentages they are completing. Yes, very much so. You're going to need, you're going to get to the stage where you need awards, I think, don't you? You know, like across the whole. (laughs) Well, we do, we do have hero of the month at the moment. So each group gets a, uh, sorry, across the whole of the groups, there is a hero. And at the end of the year, um, there is something in the pipeline, which I'm not going to share now because Michael will start working on it already. But uh, (laughs) yes, there is something in the pipeline uh, for, for a celebration at the end of the year. But group one's called group one for a reason, yeah. <laughs> Trailblazers, is that right? Right. <laughs> so, Simon, I'm going to come back to you a bit more. Um, I mean, I hope you're feeling very proud of yourself there because they were both like really great um, examples of, of where they've got really good value out of what you do. Tell me what's what are the big buzz things at the moment? I mean, I know you said it was like team and turnover and so on, but what are the real I'm sure money laundering does crop up a lot, but what else is is coming up that's continually a challenge? So there's two two, two for me, and thank you, Sarah and Michael, for the, saying those uh, lovely words. It, 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 I, I'm always proud um, and honoured when people talk like that about what they are achieving within the groups. Because if it's if it's if they don't take action, if they don't be vulnerable, take the risk, then then none of it works. So that that is yeah. very. You can only facilitate, can't you, Sam? That's right. Yeah, I'd be a conduit and all the way. I'm yeah. very good conduit. I'll take that. But um, yeah, I was, it's <laughs> it's part it's part of it. So the two two big things for me at the moment are. Uh, team engagement uh, and the recruitment of team but if you haven't got a team that's engaged then you can't recruit people into it because you're not doing the things in order to attract the people into the into the into the into your team so that's number one and then the second one where i end up pulling my hair out is when you hear people talking about generating new leads so generating new customers when they have not sorted the pricing out They've not upsold their current customers and they've not sorted out the referral systems. And they're the the two big things that really, really uh, stoke me up. Going forward, as we move uh, into this world of AI and all the rest of it, I believe the coaching stuff and the emotional intelligence stuff that Michael touched on earlier is going to become more and more and more important in the trusted relationship. And it's where the consultancy and the advisory stuff is going to go. So, um, Again, there's lots of stuff that I've got in the pipeline coming through, but I believe it's going to be that relationship aspect that's going to become more and more more important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we did a session on um, on AI a couple of weeks ago, an interview on the podcast, and well worth listening back to, I must say, because it definitely makes you realise it's not all going to be about tech in the future. It is about tech, but it's less about tech. You know, it's it's one of those uh, paradoxes. Let me back that up, yeah, because Simon spoke about his recruitment system, yeah? Yeah, I'm going to touch on when this. We used, when we used his way of advertising, we ended up with 60, 60 applicants for one job. Wow, for a small um, firm, that's amazing, isn't it? And what we did was we actually, there was another speaker who had a system to then filter them down afterwards, which I made our own versions. We got that to eight and took on two. Fantastic. So as, as um, <clears throat> uh, to back up what Simon said, his, his, his ideas on recruitment, I, I think, are the nuts. 
Well, Michael will know that I just get exasperated with firms that say they can't retain staff and they can't recruit because when, you know, you look at their jobs pages and you look at their careers pages and adverts, you just think, well, I'm not surprised. Uh, and there's so much to learn there. And I know, Simon, you did a training day, didn't you, on, on specifically on that one topic. Are you looking at running that again? Because I'm still, there's plenty more firms that I'm sure would love to come on that and really learn how to how to adapt their systems well my plan is that that day was recorded uh, so along with the recordings and all of the resources that we gave away on that day my plan is to put that online so people can um so people can download it and watch it and and and, and run it as a course uh, but i don't have any plans at the moment to rerun the day live um and, and we've already got all the events planned to february 24 so it will be at least may 24 before we do that again live Got it. Got it. Well, if it's available to people, I'm sure that'd be fantastic. So talking of which, where do people find out more about you, Simon, and the Accountants Mastermind? How would they get in touch? So the usual website, theaccountantsmastermind.com. Uh, can connect with me on LinkedIn, um, Simon Chaplin. Just search for it and I should come up uh, towards the top. Uh, if you want an experience, then uh, the SOAR way, which Sarah talked about briefly earlier, uh, is a process that we take people through. It takes no longer than 20 minutes, 25 minutes, and we'll help you see how the uh, mastermind process works. You can book one of those at theaccountantsmastermind.com forward slash SOARWAY, and I'm sure we'll be able to put links somewhere around the podcast on the yep. podcast notes as well, Kurt. So depending on what you want to do, you want to have a chat with me, uh, Simon and uh, Chaplin on LinkedIn. If you want to find out more about the mastermind, it's the amount of mastermind.com. And if you want to book the Sawway, it's that with the Sawway, S-A-W-W-A-Y at the end. Are you going to be to Countex again? Uh, we are. And if all things go to plan, we've got some exciting news that we'll be sharing uh, just before Accountex and at Accountex regarding uh, more support that we're going to be able to um, give accountants. However, uh, me being the creator that I am, Kirsty, I am making promises that my <laughs> body is going to have a slight challenge uh, uh, delivering. But uh, yeah, and following I will, up with all yeah, of that uh, process, my, I'm talking at Cantex as well, uh, and that's team uh, stuff. Removing the bottleneck uh, uh, of you within your practice with your team with regards to delivering pricing conversations with clients. Nice. So I'm going to ask you, Simon, the question which we ask all of our guests at the end. This is the Future Positive podcast. So what excites you about the future? Oh, it's really easy. I've already touched on that one, Kirsty. So yeah. my, my real passion is about that relationship and the conversations that accountants are having with their customers and with their teams. And ultimately, if I go a little bit spiritually with themselves around the confidence that they have uh, in order to support both their customers and their teams, and the more aware and the more emotionally aware they become, um, the more exciting it is for me uh, with regards to helping them and their customers uh, deliver the wealth that the country needs in order to grow. Oh, speaking my language. Thank you very much, all three of you. It's been really useful and, and great to hear different perspectives on, on how this this has been so useful to you. And uh, well done, Simon. Keep up the great work. Um, and that wraps up this episode of the podcast. For those that are new to Capitalize, our vision is to give small businesses and their advisors transparency and control over their business finance. So every small business can identify the risks that they may face and how to choose the right funding that best fits their business for growth. For those of you that don't already, you can subscribe to us on Apple podcast spotify amazon music and all the best podcast platforms and please do go back and listen to our complete back catalog including a previous interview with simon about recruitment and retention and team engagement which he did for us last year 
For more about the future of Positive Podcasts and Capitalise, please check out capitalise.com. Thank you ever so much for listening again. And uh, don't forget, we publish a bite-sized episode every other week of three news items, which you may have missed. It's been quite a busy news week this last week. So uh, that's been recorded uh, as we speak as well. So please subscribe and you can tune into that and also more fantastic interviews going forward. Once again, thank you very much, everybody, for contributing your time and your thoughts today. Really appreciate it and I'm sure uh, listeners will have found it very useful and insightful. Speak to you soon.